Welcome to No BS Engineering, the podcast for developers around the world who care about their careers. Join us as we share ideas, war stories, and talk with special guests about how developers can up their game and move their career forward. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of no BS Engineering. My name is Cal Evans. I'm your host, and my co-host here is Mario Peshev, my good friend. Hi, Mario. Hi. How's things over there? Hey, everyone. All good here. How are you, Cal? I'm doing great. It's great. We released today. We released the very first episode, and I'm watching the numbers scroll. It's just awesome seeing everybody, and people are commenting about it. Um, and, and I'm glad people are getting value from what we're doing here. And I hope they'll continue to do that. Continue to get value. So. Today's topic is why contributing to open source communities will benefit your career. I mean, we talk a lot about, hey, get involved in open source and all this, but every, we've only got so much time and there's so many things pulling us in different directions. You know, you've got hobbies, you've got family, you've got all kinds of things. Why would I want to burn some of my valuable time giving away something to somebody else? And I think it's a valuable topic. Um, is, is there any benefit to it? Do, do, do you see any benefit to it? Yeah, most definitely. I think that contributing to open source has been by far one of the best investments for me as a software engineer and now as someone who's running an agency. Uh, my top contributions as of the past five or six years have been in the WordPress community. I have dozens of patches among a number of open source plugins and themes and a bunch of other projects. It has really enlightened the entire way I see software development as a whole. It's a lot better than just working, you know, in an agency business, you're working on a website. It's very constrained. You don't really think of the whole ecosystem and the, 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 the whole process of actually building projects. In a product landscape, you work on the same project over the course of many years, and you don't have this broad, diverse set of problems that you have to solve. And contributing to open source kind of solves solve both at the same time, because you pretty much have to deal with tens or hundreds or even tens of millions of projects out there with different needs and different challenges to be solved. Excellent point. Um, you know, a good friend of mine over in the UK, Ms. Lorna Jane Mitchell, wrote a blog post. Actually, she wrote a keynote about this topic, open sourcing your career. And I've heard um, Gary Hawken, who is now at Twilio, I believe, um, he's over in the UK also. And I've heard him talk about it uh, too and, and talk about how both of these people talk about how contributing to open source really it helped it, it, it the, writing the code itself is part of it, but getting involved in the community has really helped their um, careers and both of them accredit the position they're in now to their early days of, well, I'm just going to sit down and start helping write this code or helping manage this community. Yeah. Um, I definitely couldn't agree more. And I really do think that, like, I'm going to share a quick story. So I attended the kind of invite-only event. It's called the Community Summit for WordPress, which was in, I believe, in San Francisco back in the day. So we were about 150 active contributors to the project, meaning the lead developers, top hosting companies in charge, top agencies, you know, the things of that 
that caliber. And, and back then we had those round tables discussing specific problems and I thought, hey, some of those things are obvious, like why should we even discuss them, right? Let's say we need a new customizer interface to just do things in a better way, so this should be trivial. And then suddenly when we sit down at the table, things shape into a much different way. We say, we need to bump the PHP version by default. And then hosting companies say, well, do you know that, let's say 60% of our customers are using PHP 5.2, and it's not necessarily trivial to upgrade. Then accessibility team says, well, that's great, your interface looks shiny, but it really isn't going to play well with browser readers. Then polyglots come in and say, well, all of those fields are too tiny, and let's say German or Polish or Chinese or Arabic or something else isn't really going to look all too well there. So that's kind of one of the beauties of open source by itself. You see all the problems from all different perspectives, which is really improving you as a software engineer as well. Oh, excellent point. Uh, that's a great one. Um, I'll throw a link in the show notes to, to Lorna Jane's um, article. It's, it's, it's quite old these days, but it's still very relevant. Um, since you shared a story, I'll share how I got involved. Um, I was working out in San Jose at a company, and I had written what I thought to be just a revolutionary piece of code. It was a library that helped PHP connect to MySQL. I thought mm -hmm. it was groundbreaking. I had no idea there was a community at this point. And so I got to searching around and there was a site out on zen.com that was for people to share their code. And so I submitted my code and I waited and I waited. And I mean, like four weeks went by and, and nobody said anything. So I started pinging them and, and bothering them. And finally, somebody got back to me and said, look, uh, we don't have anybody running that site. Nobody, nobody monitors it anymore. So um, we're not going to release it. And so I said, well, why don't you let me run it? I'll run it. I'll volunteer. I'll do that. Well, I, I ran it for about two months and then they said, Hey, we've got this other thing. Uh, would you like to work with us on that? I'm like, well, okay. Um, I said, I don't have that much time. They said, Oh, we'll pay you for that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now you've got my attention. And <laughs> then as I was working on that, the, um, the person that was my contact um, had to step out for medical reasons, and his boss, who was uh, the the VP of marketing, contacted me or the CMO contacted me and said, "You want a job?" <laughs> okay, now I'm oversimplifying. I'm glossing over a lot of stuff, but basically, me stepping up and saying, "I want to contribute to this site because I want my code released. I want everybody to see my brilliance." Turns out there were at least a thousand other libraries on that site that did the exact same thing. But I wanted people to see my code. So I stepped up and it got me a job. And that's what launched me. Uh, I, I attribute uh, Mark DeVesser, who was the um, CMO at Zend at the time, um, and Zend for allowing me to step into a community role. Um, and, and that's what launched my career. And it's been a, just a wonderful um, career. That's just one way. You don't have to go into DevRel or something to get value from community, but that is one way that you can get value from the community. Yeah, uh, that's definitely one way to do that. Again, there are tons of different ways to make it happen, and that's kind of one of the things I really love in, in open source by itself, right? Sometimes you need translators, you need community majors, you need marketing, you need, uh, again, support staff. You have tons of different roles, and you can tap into each of those at different stages of your career. Like the very first contributions I had back in the day, like 
20 years ago or so, or even more, were uh, translations and support, because that's what I could do. And I was actually spending the time to read on certain problems, or let's say, set up a project, try to customize it to the way that the support guy or gal has asked the specific question and said, well, based on my observations in a similar environment, that's what you should do, or that's how you can customize it. And it was pretty helpful, and as a result, this really taught me a ton of how does an open source project work, and actually studying the internals of this project, and then applying all of those skills into my own career as well. Knowing is cool. Sharing knowledge is even cooler. In my book, Uncle Cal's Career Advice for Developers, I share with you five of the most important pieces of career advice I've learned. Get your copy today by pointing a browser at bit.ly slash Uncle Cal. I want to share this knowledge with you. You know, you're, you're right. There are a lot of different roles. You don't have to step in and be a coder to be a contributor to open source. And I've got a talk. It's one of my favorite talks to give. Um, I've given it. I, well, I gave it last time I was there in Sofia with um, mm. Sophie, uh, Bulgaria PHP called Groupies, Roadies, Rockstars. And it's all about the fact that there are many different roles that you can play in any given open source project. And you don't have to be one role. Um, it talks about the fact that you can be a groupie in one project and you know all you're do, your, your sole focus is to make sure that everybody understands how awesome this project is. You can be a roadie in another project. Your job is just to write the code. Somebody else is leading the project. There's other teams that are promoting the project. Your job is just to help get the code written, heads down type of um, uh, gig. And then there are projects that you're going to build and you're going to be the rock star in that project. And you're going to be the one that is leading that project. And you can do all three at the same time because yes, every open source project I have ever seen needs translators, needs people to write documentations. Developers mm. think that it's called code for a reason. If it's hard to write, it should be hard to read, okay? But <laughs> we hate writing documentation. So if you're good at writing documentation, by all means, step up and help us do some of this. You can be the testing roadie. It's your, your job is just to write unit tests and to make sure that you can prove this project is operational. So many different um, ways that you can contribute to open source. And I, I see so many people um, sitting on the sidelines going, well, they don't need me or my favorite project doesn't need me or my project isn't big enough to attract anybody else. That's all, that's all horse crap, okay? You need to get involved in open source, not because open source needs you, but because your job and you need to be involved in open source. It's gonna open doors that will remain closed to you for any other reason. And in addition to that, you think about career opportunities with open source. Now, uh, let's review a few different possible groups of companies that you may want to work for, right? Top corporations, such as, let's say, Google, uh, they frequently actually hire products working on open source libraries and then also hiring the people working for those products. Or they acquire startups that are working on innovative open source products and, of course, some of them are having monetary value. Um, agencies, like lots of agencies that are active in communities, they also want people who are active and engaged and understand how an open source project works. And that's, this is the perfect audience for hiring people at events, at meetups, at 
conferences, camps, whatever you want to name it. So um, if you enjoy a project, if you enjoy an open source project, of course, and if you want to spend the time to contribute, sooner or later, at some point, there is going to be an opportunity for you to step into a role that's actually paying you to do what you love. Mm. And I know, especially in the WordPress community, I know hundreds, if not thousands of people who have started again as support groups or translations or anything else or some community-driven roles, and companies are hiring them to do some stuff within the company, but then continue carrying their value within the community as well. It's really a wonderful opportunity uh, from a career standpoint. I totally agree. Hey, it's been wonderful talking to you, talking to you today. Sorry, rented lips. Um, it's been wonderful talking you, to you today. And um, audience, I hope you have enjoyed this. If you haven't already, go out to iTunes and subscribe, but also leave us a rating and leave us a comment. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for supporting us.